You are now tuned into the Nail Tell Show. Nail Tell on everything. Well, hello, Chanel. How are you, sister? I am well, sister. I am doing very, very well. I'm on vacation right now, enjoying every bit of it. And I know you were on vacation last week. Well, um, you know, vacation for me. <laughs> yeah, maternity leave, so every day is a vacation. But you mean vacation, vacation? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean vacation, yeah. vacation. You know, because once you step out the house, you know, and you're in another place, that's your real vacation. Yeah. But yeah, 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 she's on maternity leave, guys. So she's been um, home taking care of that beautiful baby. Yes. Uh, for some time now. When you go back in September? Yeah, I go back in September. Um, mm, must so, be nice. Yes, yes. Fortunately, I'm with a company where, honestly, with everything added up, I had the ability to take off six months. And for the majority of it, it's, it's paid. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's something I'm very, very thankful of. And you really need that time off when you uh, just starting out as a new parent, as a new mom in general. Um so, yeah, it's, it's been a blessing. It truly, truly has. But speaking of vacation, um, tell me about what you guys have planned for the week. Well, honestly, we did. Doing? Honestly, we did um, small things with Armand, me and Armand's father, Harold. We did a lot of family things and we're going to continue to do so before I go back to work on Monday. So we've been doing like parks and, you know, going to the mall, doing like little small activities uh, together with him. And I know he was very excited. Our mom was very excited to see, you know, mommy and daddy together, you know, interacting with him. So, you know, he's, he's excited about that, but we've, we've been keeping it, you know, low key in Philly doing the small parks, Sesame place. Um, we're actually going back to Sesame place this weekend and we're going to revisit, um, the state park. So we're doing small stuff like that. Um, I know he asked me today if I was interested in going to Clementon Park, which is okay, but I love the water park. So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go there too. So, you know, we're going to keep it small, keep it intimate. You know, we're not going away anywhere, but, you know, I'm happy with that. Chanel, I think that is awesome. And you really um, segue right into a conversation that I think that we should have in regards to co-parenting. Um, mm-hmm. know that Armand is three years old now. Can you talk about, um, you know, and I know you guys are building. Can you talk about what that lifestyle is like? Well, in the beginning, when we decided that we had to co-parent and really, you know, be in separate homes, it was an adjustment for us. But Armand, at the age of, I'm going to say two, really didn't notice as much. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't know he noticed as much until he would be like, uh, tugging on Harold's clothes to get him to stay. And we realized, okay, he's really understanding now that, you know, him and I are not in the same household. So mm-hmm. it was little, it was little gestures like that, that we started to see in our mind that he was really trying to understand like why daddy isn't staying or why mommy isn't going with us. Um, so it's, it's, it's still a struggle for us to really make sure he's not missing anything as far as uh, mommy and daddy being in the same house. So us doing like little small things, like going to the park, going to the movies, 
staying here at the house, making sure we spend like an hour or two together with him doing something. I think that's going to make an impact on him because he sees that mommy and daddy still love one another and we're still going to make sure he's okay and he's getting what he needs from the both of us. So, you know, I, I really don't know like what, what I can actually say because you have to do what's best for you and what fits mm-hmm. your family at home. Mm-hmm. And every home is different in that regard. Some people could just, you know, financially support and that's enough and that's enough for co-parenting. But I believe that a child should experience, you know, have that experience of having both parents in the household. I mean, not in the household, um, interacting together here and there. Right. Right. And I I agree with that, Chanel, Uh, especially we see now um, and it's perpetuated a lot on, you know, reality TV. I don't know if some of it is truth or, um, you know, if it is exaggerated a bit, but most times you see um, in the regard of co-parenting that the conversation is always somewhat negative. There, you know, either the mother is talking negatively about the father, you know, in front of the kids, or the father is talking negatively about the mother, you know, like, I want to know how does one create or establish that balance where this is what we're not going to do in, you know, with this. Uh, how did you guys well, rule that out? Well, honestly, it, it comes to the point of taking us out of it, our personal opinion, mm-hmm. our experiences now with each other. Talking. Now you're talking. You know, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Because we have to have, our common goal is to make sure our mind is okay. And that just doesn't mean financially, it means mentally as well. Mm. So if our mind is seeing us argue constantly, you know, all the time, we're always combating and fighting with each other, each other verbally, mm-hmm. then that can't be a good thing on him. Right. You know, that can't be a good thing when we see our mind starting to act out because of what he sees in his parents. So we have to come to terms with that because in the beginning we were very sour, you know, at each other, very sour at the whole situation. And it's, it's times now where it's like, I have to, as a mom, you know, when I get on the phone, like when I talk to you, I have to make sure that our mind isn't hearing, you know, things that he shouldn't be hearing. You know what I mean? Because right. I don't want him to think, you know, his dad is a bad person. His dad is, you know, doesn't love me. His dad is, you know, absent. I don't want any of that kind of stuff in his head. So, you know, I try to minimize as much as I can what he hears you know, regarding him, you know, his father and I's relationship. So if it's not, you know, daddy's coming over and daddy's going to spend time and daddy is going to do this with us, then I don't think we, I, he doesn't really need to hear anything else beyond that on my personal experience with his father. Mm, right. So it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, because, you know, I talk to you all the time, you know what I mean? And things happen and you have these experiences and you have to have an outlet and you are my outlet. So um, sometimes it is difficult to really express myself knowing, you know, he's around in the next room and I can't really, you know, really say what I need to say, but I have to be guarded in that way because I don't want him to internalize it, you know, some other kind of way. So (laughs) it just becomes a, a, a thing of just keeping that in mind. Like, what are we showing our mind? What are we telling our mind? We have to be mindful of that. And I think him and I are steadily 
realizing that every day that, okay, we cannot, we can't do it. We just can't because I don't want him to grow up and believe talking to, you know, a woman a certain kind of way is okay. And I don't want him growing up thinking that a one woman should accept, you know, being talked to a certain kind of way. And we need to be treating each other in a way that's respectable uh, to both parties involved. That's what I believe. So Yeah, I hear you. I mm-hmm. hear you. That is very important. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and like I said, even, you know, being on the outskirts looking in, I have seen you guys really, really honestly grow up, um, you know, a bit. And I think once those feelings is off the table of what you guys experienced together while in a relationship, once that's off the table, then you're able to see with a clear eye view of how you're going to, you know, parent forward um, separately. But once, when all those feelings is on the table, it's too much to balance. You got to figure out how you're going to be a mom and how you're going to be, you know, how, how are you going to continue in this, uh, uh, you know, not a tumultuous, but even just in a relationship in, in general with this person. So once that's taken off the table, then you guys can find central central ground and just pairing to him first if you can't build on that then you can um right and that's, I, that's right right i like the way you said that and really it it becomes a thing of changing the conversation you can't him and i cannot continue to talk about the grievy the grievances of the relationship the the hurt in the relationship the past of the relationship we can't keep immersing ourselves in that kind of conversation because it's not going to be we don't have a solution for it so you have to let it go and you have to really just brace yourself and parenting right and then if you can really go full circle around you know parenting and making our mind the core maybe maybe you know something can come out of that but if you just if we keep on entertaining the same conversations from the old experiences, then we're not growing either way. Right. So I think that's where the point that we are. And we know that the things our mind feels is because of what we display and what he hears and what, what he sees Then you know, we, we have influence over that. So that's where I am. And I'm pretty sure that's where he is. So, you know, we're, we're trying this thing. I mean, every day is different and sometimes it does pull on you because I don't know what woman doesn't want family you know, right. what, what man doesn't want, I mean, you know, women are, and men are different. So, you know, women, you know, we want to live that fairy tale, have a family and be, you know, have a husband and everybody's here in the household and you get up and the father is taking care of the child while you're cooking, you know, that kind of thing. I would love to have that, but, um, unfortunately it's just not happening right now. So I had to come to terms with that yeah. in order to produce a calm and neutral environment for Harold to even be in this space to share our mom with me. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I propose this to our listeners, just because you are living, um, you have a, uh, a dynamic in which the mother and the father, you know, are living together and they have the child. That doesn't mean that everything is in unity um, there either, because you have two separate people, with two different upbringings and now they're fused together raising a child how do you find balance in that now guys I'm going to let you know my experience you know right. coming you know new into this motherhood thing 
that has been a challenge, um, you know, because we, we never had to navigate in that way before. We had to navigate on who we were together as a couple, but now we navigate into, you know, who we're going to be as parents, you know, to this one child and how we're going to raise her up in harmony um, and with a sense of balance, being as though we are different people. Um, so, guys, I'm going to tell you, it has been a bumpy road from, you know, the onset of, you know, dealing with a uh, 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 hyper sense of sensitivity um, after the birth of my daughter. You know, um, I honestly, emotionally, you, you know, you kind of be out, you're out of whack. So with being um, out of touch, if you will, just a little bit. Yeah, that mommy brain is something. That mommy brain, you know, the emotions mm-hmm. all over the place. You sort of kind of forget um, that you have to start having that balance. Because honestly, I was really speaking in, you know, vocally about me, me, me. This is how I feel. This is my, you know, not saying that it wasn't his daughter, but my baby was something that I always, you know, said a lot. Um, or, you know, and it was always about me and my feelings with my daughter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how he was interacting with, you know, with her. And even though he was, you know, doing things that were right, it may not be something that I was accustomed to, um, or the way that I would do things, but it didn't make it wrong. So I had to really try to create or open up my mind to the understanding that, Okay, as long as you guys are doing things health in a healthy way, if it's different tactics, then so be it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to create an environment where you are deafening his presence because it's like, okay, he didn't know how to navigate because he didn't want to upset me or, you know, because he's trying to balance out my emotions as well. Um, you know, he didn't want to upset me or he didn't want to, you know, felt like, you know, have that feeling in which like he was doing something wrong, you know, so I had to really come to terms with that. But he also had to be sensitive to, you know, moms, I'm telling you, we have like superpowers, like that relationship, that innate relationship that you have with your child is something you just kind of know. Like we, I feel like as moms, you kind of just know what to do. Well, what happens is because, yeah, well, what happens because you grew this baby in your womb, so the process started early for, for us being parents, you know what I mean? Yes. They, unfortunately, males don't have that same bonding experience that we do. Yes. Their start soon as after the womb. But if the baby and you are still considered one even way after, you know, you have the baby. It's not until they've reached the age, I believe, one, where they start identifying and, and realizing that they're separate from you right before oh, they're one, that they're actually oh. separate from you. So you mm. so you will have that emotion of that's my baby because she is still a part of you in some sense. She doesn't let that go and she doesn't even identify as a person separate from you until like eight months when she starts to see herself as herself. And I believe if I may be wrong about that marker, it may be later on, but it's somewhere in there towards one or, or a little bit after one where they start to realize, okay, I am not one with mommy. And that's that separation anxiety for the both of you guys. Mm. Um, So it's, it's, it's much harder um, for a man to come in and just like completely like just have that, that natural experience of, okay, I'm a daddy now. They have to work themselves up to it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? You were feeding yourself in the womb. You were feeding her in the womb. You know, so it, 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 was, it was just that bonding experience head on. We had a head yeah. start in that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was well said. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm finding, too, you know, the pattern of, um, you know, the dynamic with families. You know, that is very different, especially when you have two sides of a family that, um, you know, love the child. And then having that balance, like, okay, so I know y'all want to get to know, you know, get to know her. But sometimes you just feel like you just, you want it to be centralized here first, like establish a routine in your mother, father, daughter thing, you know, first. And then you kind of branch out. You know what I mean? It's like you want to put your roots down first. So even vocalizing that, I feel like I had to mature a lot. And, you know, in order to speak for myself, in order to say, oh, no, this is how I want things to go. Because, you know, I'm in here day in and day out. Mm -hmm. So just growing, you know, and and being able to speak positive in a positive tone, which I don't hurt anyone's feelings, but you have to be able to speak. You know, Mm -hmm. because nobody knows your children better than you. And you have to be that mouthpiece to establish, you know, how the pattern and cycle of the day is going to go. Right. For instance, I had to learn, if she don't have her first nap, Chanel, then we cannot go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere <laughs> until, yeah, because that's not the way she operates. Right. It can't be on my time. It can't be, okay, well, I got a nine o'clock appointment. No, you got to push that back because you already know how she has to, where she has to be. And you need to get yourself up or get her up earlier so she can have that time for sleeping. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the way you got to be thinking. So even getting an emotion of that, both of us, and we're both still learning that. Today we did really good. You know, we got her upstairs on time. But it's just like getting those patterns, Chanel, established mm-hmm. something that we really working on. And we in here in this house and we can be divided. Yes. So, so, you know, it works both ways, just like you said. Right. And absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely a partnership either way. And you have to, I believe you have to be a united front for these babies. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. do one thing on this end and you preaching and doing another thing on that end. You know, I'm instilling certain values and stuff here in my home with Armand and Harold has to have the same standard over there mm, because if yeah. not, it becomes, uh, he's, he's playing on the both of us at this point. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. So he may not know it now, but he will start to see the differences in our parenting. Of course, it's going to be a little difference because I'm a female and he's a male and he's a boy. So there's certain things that I cannot, um, mold him in because I am not a man and I'm, I'm not a boy. I'm, you know, opposite sex, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about, about the foundation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian woman. I want him to have those values. Right. Uh, Harold, right. Harold is a Christian. So he has those values as well. Now I am more, I'm going to say a little bit more active in uh, when it comes to reading the word and things like that. And that's fine too. But I know the central goal is he knows the Lord. Armand knows who God is. Like, it's not foreign to him. He knows who the man upstairs is. And I can appreciate that. You see? Yeah, so that's that's where we're starting. And then, like, just just anything. Uh, When he gets up in the morning, I make Armand get his toys up off the floor and put them in his toy chest. 
That's what right. we do every morning because if not, I'm not giving him structure and I'm telling him it's okay to live in anarchy. It's okay to um, pick up your tablet in the morning before you brush your teeth. We, you know, I don't want that kind of thing. He gets up, he has his routine. He washes his face in the morning with mommy. He brushes his teeth in the morning with mommy. Then mommy's making breakfast. He'll be playing with his train set, not the tablet. And then the, from the previous night, he'll probably be cleaning up his toys to begin a new day. We'll be doing something like that every day. See, that's good, Chanel, because mm-hmm. then that, that creates routine. Now, I'm going to tell you something about Armand. I noticed how small Armand was, and this was before he turned three years old, when you were folding your clothes up, and I visually walked Armand to his room with his clothes, and I showed him where his things belonged. He knew that concept. He knew Yes. It. He knew it, and he picked up on it. So these kids are watching that, and they are waiting for us to establish a routine. It's just about us whether we will take the time to establish that for them. Yes. That's um, discipline. Oh, my God. I love that. You are so It's discipline. It's discipline. Oh, my God. Because God knows during my vacation, all I wanted to do was sit on my ass, watch Netflix, and be like, look, not have a care in the world. But this is a time where I need to have and hone into that routine. So that when I'm going, Armand is still doing it because right. he knew that's 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 what mommy and I do. That's what daddy and I do. Right. So that's what time it is. Right. That, that's right. That's right. So and that's I, the thing. Yeah. And, and people are only only going to honor what you honor. Yeah. You living in a space where all the willy nilly goes on, especially when it comes to the routines that you establish, then they're not going to they're not going to do it for you. You have mm-hmm. to accomplish it. And this is why, like, I want to get Ariana, Ariana's my daughter's name, guys, um, get her in the rotation of, okay, this is what time she goes, she takes her nap. This is her security toy. This is, um, you know, this is what time she, you know, likes to eat or whatever. They have those things in place. They want the parents to be able to convey that so Mm -hmm. that not too much of a transition. And now I see why. Right. You know, now that she's almost four months now, she's becoming a little bit more predictable on, you know, me a- being able to establish the pattern for her. So I'm following her lead. You know what right. I mean? That's right. Lead. She told me what time she liked to go to sleep. So now I have to make sure that I'm doing that so she doesn't, you know, she's not putting it upset for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So that means that I need to take a back seat and telling my girlfriends, oh no, um, I can't actually be out until after you know um one o'clock because she's sleeping during the day if you know uh demetrius can't be here with her and it's just me and you know her then i can't go you know what i and, mean i can't yeah go. well honestly and and see that's what i'm saying some parents would be like, oh well i'm not gonna let my baby rule my life you're not letting your baby do anything you're creating structure right. you're creating a habitat in which you can live in because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, listen, because I'm telling it's insanity and it's insanity for you and um, Demetrius. Because what happens is if you be like, oh, what the hell with it? She have a nap and I'm going out. What are you telling your partner? What yep. are you telling him that you don't care about his sanity, that his right. mental health isn't important? Like, right. the, like she's not going to be a toddler. She's not going to be an infant forever. She's not going to be in this stage forever. So if you have to take a back seat for a moment just to secure stability and just to secure that, okay, he can handle this baby because she had her nap. 
I know the things, those are the controllables. Now, of course, there's things that you can't control, but those right. are controllables. Now that she yes, told yes. you, yes. you can control that. So it's like, I, it's, it's, it's selfishness, I feel like, when, pe- when parents say, well, I don't, she's not going to control my life or he's not going to control my life. You know, if I want to go out, yeah, go out. But you need to set it up so it can be an ease of transfer when you leave it out and that baby still have the same routine. That's the difference. Right. And don't and put me in no chaotic right. place. Don't put me right. in a chaotic place and want me to watch your baby. Right. And you ain't right. set nothing up for the whole day. Right. You know what no, I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And this is why, like, when it comes to babysitting, too, mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. want to just send your child nowhere, just, oh, well, here you go. Good luck with, with taking care of them, whether they have kids or not. If you're not giving them a smooth transition, nobody wants to always be put into that environment. Unless the child is sick or something like that, then, you know, things can get a little bit, you know, fussy and they have to be babysit then that's, you know, that's a rare circumstance. But if you just, oh, well, here, here you go. It's, it's 2 o'clock and she ain't have a nap. And she's fussy and all of that. You just, you just, you created a, 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 a um, you know, a too much tension. And that's anxiety for your baby as well or for your child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. And then honestly, I felt like, I felt bad for doing that too because, you know, I have friends that have invited me to things and I'm mm-hmm. like, to get back home. You know, and, and I didn't want to be that type because I don't feel like a lot of people do that. They just say, oh, I can stay out all night. I don't want to do that, you know. Right, like, I really right. Feel, feel bad about that. My daughter should be in the bed asleep. I want to make sure that she is able to sleep. And if she wants to nurse, she's able to nurse. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, right. I, I, I don't want that. And it is, it really, really is. You go through it, mm-hmm. to, you know, balance all of that, having you know, to, you, you want to be out there with your girlfriends and stuff like that. You can't do it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You can't do it, even though some will do it, but you are ne- neglecting something. You end up mm-hmm. neglecting something. Mm-hmm. And, and leaving a chaotic environment for somebody else to, to endure while you are living your life. Right. You know? <laughs> and, right. And honestly, I remember um, just last week, I, I babysitted Ariana. And, you know, I'm the set, this would be my, I, I'm not new to this per se. Right. But, you know, it's been a while since Armand's been a little, little baby as Ariana. But right. you knew her nap time, you knew her feeding time, and I was able to work around that. Right. And right. it wasn't bad at all watching her. And it was just such a peaceful experience. Now, of course, you know, babies are babies. They're unpredictable. But to have that ground of, okay, Chanel, well, you know, her next feet and she'll be around this time. Um, there you go. That's enough right. for me. You know, right. or she had her nap already. So I know that's if she if she's fussy, then I know it's probably because she's ready to eat because it's not because she's tired because she just had a nap. So, right. you know, it's things like that that you can work around. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's that's definitely a thing to make sure you can secure the things that you can secure before you know dealing with the things, the other things that you have to deal with. So yeah, I get it. So um, listeners, we do pose that question to you all too. Sh- um, share with us. Visit us on our um, Instagram account at Nailtel on everything. Um, also on Facebook, we have our page with, which has the same, um, title now tell on everything. Um, let us know, give us your, um, 
your 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 tricks and um, give us your advice on things that you have done to create harmony in your home, whether you are co-parenting or you have um, you know the family all together in the home. Give us some tips on that and what you think are some survival tactics that you know you can implement. Um, so, guys, that is it for today's episode. This concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, nail tell on everything. everything.